0: Alright friends, Zig coming in on top. Today on the show we have Eli Orko. This would be the third time Eli's been on the show. And every time... This guy, Eli, is non-stop. He's one of a. Every time we, we hang out, it's always a good conversation. Even if it's just before and after a show and in passing. It, it's, it just always gets deep. A very thought-provoking individual. Um, Eli's got a new album that's coming out. October 2nd. Idiot. And... As a fan of his work and as a friend, this record I think is one of his best works yet. Now he showed me some stuff after the after the interview, and what's coming after this is going to be equally as dope. Also, October second, um, there's a release show at Mahals, and it's going to be a remake of the band that's on the record with some local blank slate friends. It's always good to catch up with Eli. This time we met up in person. Um, it is cool, because this would be the second second in-person interview since everything. And uh, we went over to his place, and he lives in a, a building that that was a school, but now is an apartment complex. And, like, it's the craziest thing, because I went from work from a school to a school. And, like, you're walking down these halls, and they got lockers with locks on it. But they're all, like apartments. It's pretty dope. And uh, we did the thing. We hung out. We talked about the record. We talked about what's been going on because it's been a while since we uh, last seen each other. Last time I seen um, Eli was um, the Dog for Diego show. He came in clutched and help, uh, helped perform for that and helped spread the word. And then we hung out for like um, and 45 minutes or an hour or something like that in the parking lot as he showed me tracks which are now the album Idiot. Um... So, yeah, with that being said, I think we're going to jump right into it. If you guys can like, rate, subscribe, and review the podcast and all the podcast platforms, it helps me keep talking to amazing guests like Eli and sharing their insights with you. And uh, here we go, Eli Orko, part three. Damn, so yeah. if we take this maybe a year, a year ago? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It uh, was uh, your release show.
1: for party with my demons, To at Plymouth House. At yeah.
0: Plymouth House. At Plymouth House. Yep. And Chicago is shutting down, yep. locking people in. <laughs> and your friend couldn't get out. Yeah. And right. now you're going there tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on?
1: I'm playing DZ Fest with uh, my my new band. Um, it's like a backing band basically for my new album. Um, and yeah, it's just it'll be nice to go out to Chicago again. Um, I've just been like real focused on getting everything together for this album but it's nice to like go there and actually see Chicago again yeah it's been a while so when was the last time you were there? Uh, pff, the last time <laughs> that we talked about me going <laughs> there uh, before this
0: okay because well I didn't know you were going well because your friend was coming in that's what brought up the whole like the whole thing
1: yeah Joshua Virtue was uh, coming and then I had a show at the hideout in Chicago with uh, Davis the Dorchester bully and Vagabond Maurice, which are two like great friends of mine. Um, And uh, you know, Joshua Virtue and Davis are on the same Y records label. So yeah, that's just like a a dope thing. It's like to just be uh, connected with that family.
0: So, yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool that now it can happen and uh, no one's going to get locked in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So wh- with the backing band, who's in the band?
1: Um, my homie Joey from False Teeth. Um, Cameron from King Boo, the guitarist. Mm-hmm. Um, Mookie. Uh, this is his artist name is Mookie. Um, is Gabe. Um, and Nate. Um plays drums. Okay. Uh Mookie plays sax and guitar on sax and guitar and then Joey plays bass and trumpet and Cameron's like the dedicated guitarist. Sick. Um and then I have like a uh, a fill-in guitarist which is like Danny Chipley. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I s- uh, I the reason I know that cuz he's been coming to my mic nights and I saw he posted a, a video of him playing with you. Mm. And I was like, "Oh, is Danny playing with Eli? What? Cool. Um, he's going to be doing the release party with me. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Where's that at?
1: Uh, Mahal's October 2nd. Mahal's at? Like, nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. I yeah, know. I'll get the headline again. That's yeah, sweet.
0: It'll be fun. Um, you just played uh, the B Spot, right? Yeah. B Side
1: Arcade. B Side. Yep. How was that? Um, It was different. It was nice. We just, like, there's like a couple of videos. I still, I'm terrible at posting these days just because, like, yeah. my mind is everywhere. But, um, yeah we it was just a vibe like we just sat there um i literally like positioned that picnic table back there just oh, to like okay. so me and like gabe could sit there and Gabe could play guitar and i could like do the vocals and then like uh somebody spilled water on my laptop oh that's um, right so i had to improv an entire set so everybody I was there that night got to see just me and uh joey and the other the drummer for the uh opening act um just improv a bunch of songs and it was pretty good people like the songs and stuff so it was a good time
0: that sounds like Um, a very positive twist on like oh fuck they fucked up my laptop like
1: yeah it's my life is like so many like fuck situations like as i get older it's more just like uh, instead of being like always me it's just like all right what are we gonna do that's Um, important i think that's yeah i just try to keep that attitude and every time i get hit with something it's just like all right let's keep it going especially with shows because like yeah whether you know it's a free show or you know people buying tickets like people came out for a good time and um and being an artist like that's or an, an entertainer predominantly um it's like the biggest part of my job is to make sure I'm not fucking with the energy because I feel off
0: so yeah that's it's important because that's who's coming to see it and that's the takeaway oh well, he. That guy's kind of a bummer. Uh, that guy was over. He was pretty crazy. Maybe I'll come back. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to keep that mindset when you, uh, knowing you doing as much as you do and kind of being in the same spot a little bit for my agenda of things. Like, It's like you, you're you balancing. I got a book. I got to manage. I got to promote. I got to like figure out all the ins and outs. And if you don't know that one thing, the bass player is like, dude, how come you didn't look in the parking? And you're like, that's the last thing I thought of. We got to the gig, right? And like at the same time, well, did you notice that that post got shared by blank? And you're you're running all this gambit of different things, so it's really hard to keep that mindset, especially when it comes time to perform. You know, because like that's that's the two percent, two percent of the whole music end of things is the actual playing of music.
1: Yeah, it's like the yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the two percent because it's literally like the smallest thing. Um, when it comes down to it, like I can sit here and like, I have tons of songs. Like I've got features with people. I've got tons of stuff on my laptop, but they haven't seen the light of day just because like this album has taken so much of my time, um, on the back end to get everything going, um, the way I want it to be. Right. So it's just like, I have a ridiculous back catalog of music because music has just become the smallest part of my like, I don't know just in being uh, who I am or what I what I am Mm. um, it's just like the the, it's like my little bit of peace when I like actually get into the groove again and then it's like all right back out into the world and I gotta do my one-two and figure stuff out but yeah I just feel like the biggest thing is just making sure that you remember like you know you always want to get back to that center where it's like okay I'm creating um, but first I have to be heard if that's what you're doing it for. And it just right. depends on, you know, how you want your career to go. I just put a lot of pressure on myself. So that's just a part of it. I just can't let it get to me. So.
0: Well, I mean, no one, I don't know if I know anyone more driven than you. <laughs> like when it comes to NP, uh, POSI, uh, well, that's where I'm looking for PMA. <laughs> every, every, just dis- every time we've got into it, I leave hyped up and like, it's from bits like this, uh, but, uh, and it's, it's showing, man, because this new record is fucking insane. It's so fucking good. Not to put down, I'm a fan <laughs> I'm a fan of your work, man. I'm a fan of every, what's the, for the listeners, they can totally hear what that was. That uh, was a, a wristband <laughs> coming off, but now that requires uh, an explanation because like, that's a show wristband oh, for sure.
1: No, nah, well, I had a show wristband. I don't know if this one is still from a show. Okay. Uh, this one was, oh, yeah, I went to um, Oktoberfest. Oh, okay, um, okay. With some friends. Um, and then the other show, wrist Band. Um, let's see. Uh, Mookie had a release show at the Rock Hall. That's um, sick.
0: Was it the outdoor thing? Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Um, Yeah, was just, I've been at a lot of shows lately, but I'm usually... Oh, and then there was a... Uh, uh,
0: now there's another band. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: was it? Hula Gang. Uh, shout out to... Oh God, this is so many fucking. You're good, you're own.
0: good. <laughs> but um, to go back to my point, this record fucking rocks, man. <laughs> like, like um, and I'm a fan of of Eli all the way up. Like, and this record is like a whole other thing. And I, just with as as exhausted as you seem trying to get it out, it's definitely worth it because that much work went into it, and like because it hits differently than anything else you've ever done, so f- that I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it sounds like there's a back, clad, uh, back catalog just, like, simmering, waiting for a, a moment to be uh, shared. But, like, this this one in particular, it's... I remember our conversation after Dog for Diego, mm-hmm. and uh, you were telling me how you're getting into guitar. Mm-hmm. And I see an acoustic guitar right there. Is that the guitar you've been getting into?
1: Uh, no, uh, nah, uh, I have this... Uh, what is it called? A... Fender in my trunk. Yeah. Um, that I, like, practice on. Um, and, yeah, it's, like, that's, like, my main one. I've just been moving, so it's, like, a whole thing. But yeah.
0: What opened uh, that door? What made that, like? Um, i have
1: always, like, I don't know, like, what was it? I was, like, 13 when I, like, started getting into, like, live music. Uh, it was, like, back to, like, when our first, like, one where it was, like, me, you and Tinder slap. Um and we were talking about me entering like my entrance into the punk scene. Um and I was like, it's too many strings on guitar. Huh. And then the homie was just like, play bass. And I was like, All right, cool. And yeah, then I just started playing bass and life got in the way and it was just, I became a front man. Um and I just I don't know, I found, I felt myself more comfortable being like um a front man and a, a vocalist in general uh so i like gave up bass and then was like all right let's just be the most outlandish one in the band and then draw the attention so yeah that's where all the fights and everything is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so maybe the bass could have helped <laughs> there would have been a barrier yeah, but then I would have been in even more trouble. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right.
0: You'd be out bass.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I've ran through some basses, too. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I had an Ibanez. Uh, God, let me think. Oh, God. I'm thinking about this now because technically I stole it uh, from the guitarist in 8 Gauge drive-by. But, like, it was my living situations were so, like, weird weird. Uh, yeah, growing up, so it was just like I was in Ohio, I was in Florida, and I was in Ohio again, and I was in Florida again. Um, so it was just like that back and forth. It got lost in translation somewhere, and then consistently trying to be a musician while I was jumping back and forth between the two states uh, in my youth, it was like a weird thing.
0: Right. Well, yeah. you can't, it's hard. It's hard enough. Like even here, like I've been doing music for a long time, and like I have a, like a general knowledge of this Northeast Ohio area. Mm-hmm. But when you try to put yourself somewhere else, even like knowing knowing the th- the key words to look for, like if I wanted to look for a gig, or a mic, now or what it fill in the blank, knowing some of the terms only that only came from being in this area for so long and learning how this little segment of it works. But if you're jumping back and forth like that, it sounds like you never get a real chance to kind of figure out how the things work and all the different facets of it. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I think Florida. So like. And once again, I was literally, like, the least contributing member outside of attention yeah. um, in my band or bands because I was known to, like, band hop a lot, too, because of that. You're moving, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, just extremely problematic kid. Um, and it was like, I didn't really give a fuck about the inner workings of things. It would just be like, someone would be like, oh, we're doing this. I was like, oh, you should put me in my band on, blah, 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 blah. And then they'd be like, oh, you're in a band. I'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be like, whoa, what, what kind of, what do you rap or something? i would be like, no, I don't fucking rap. Like, yeah. and then, which yeah, is still just <laughs> a crazy thing. But yeah, like people used to always think I was a rapper. Um, but I was like, no, I don't fuck up. But it was because I was black. Yeah. And like, I was like predominantly hanging around the hardcore punk and metal scenes. So it was just like, this black dude does music, but I don't see him. Like I see him with a bunch of other people, and he's always with different other bands and shit like that. Um, so it's like, what the fuck does he do? And it's just like, right. oh yeah, no, I'm with such and such and such and such. And then, yeah, it was like, oh, I'm working on this new project. And always is like, it'd be something. I'm working on this new project. We gotta do blah blah blah. And uh, as music evolved too, like my taste in music started changing, and I was always just like, I want to do, I want to do this and that and that. Um, and just never like I would just get with a couple people, and I'd be like, I don't, I'm not feeling this, because I always yeah. felt like it should be something that I can take away from and be like, I can do this. Mm. Um, I think that was, like, looking back at it, I think that's what I was looking for, like, my home thing that was like, this is me. Because no matter how many people would sit me down and be like, all i we're going to do, you know, we're going to write. And I'd be like, I don't need to write. I don't need to write. Blah, 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 blah. Like, the mm. same thing, like, all the kids say now that I want to be rappers and stuff. Like, it's just like, and like my band, like after they like after practices and stuff, they're like, "Oh wait, no, you don't have to write stuff." Um, it's like, yeah, but I prefer the the practice of it because right. I can like make songs like that. But it's like, yeah, just I don't know. I just like I guess like because people be like, oh, does it was come from freestyling all the time, but it's like no, I like was just hung- I was a hungry kid that wanted to be involved in something that I saw a lot of people and a lot of people that made a positive aspect of my life um involved in and i wanted to be a part of it so it was like i don't need any lyrics i don't need any lyrics i wrote poetry and i would like have ideas and then i'd just be like okay i'd hear the stuff and then i'd focus on one part and i'd like try to make sure the other person was hearing me and then we'd build Mm -hmm. off of each other um which is kind of how i do things in my band now too uh like yo do this but um yeah, this project though, it's like more structured. It is a far more structured um, project out of everything for me.
0: All right. So well, in narratively, I feel like there's a narrative through it. Um, but I guess the reason I brought up the guitar is because this this record, in compare, not that I'm, I'm a fan of everything <laughs> that came before, <laughs> but but this one is much more. It's much more like melodic in the sense of the hooks and stuff. Um, and I, I, I wonder, is that from picking back up the guitar and writing music that way? Because I remember you were told me you were sending ideas to a friend. Yeah,
1: my friend Nick is the one that's playing guitar on everything. Right. Um, or Nico, uh, Rosie. Um, like he's the, the lead producer for everything. So like when it came down to the brass text, like we mm. started this two years ago. They were just concepts, and me and him were just bullshitting about... like surfing, and just old shit in my past life. Yeah. Um,
0: my past you life. surfed? Uh,
1: I used to, yeah, I used to surf. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I just, I just love skating. Yeah. I don't know, it was like skating, surfing, shows, being in the pit, like stuff I don't do now. Um, but, yeah, I just lived a very uh, out there life. I didn't right. really care much about um, what anything meant. I just like doing things. Right. Um, and I feel like it's something I'm, Starting to get back into the habit of, which has good and bad, um but everything is just a moment where it's just like, okay, I'm gonna go outside today. Especially like in my point, in that point in my life, because like it'll just be days where just be like if I go outside, I'm gonna end up in a fight. Or hmm. I used to like get in trouble all the time. I think we talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, we I definitely. Just like, how do I stay out of trouble? <laughs> like, how do I not? How do I not get involved with the police? How do I not get into a fight today? How do I not end up in the office at school? How do I get to school without fighting somebody in the morning when I leave my apartment? Um, just like, yeah, it just a hostile environment for me because it was just like, one, I was always different. Two, I was loud as fuck. Um, and three, it was just like, um, I mean, it's Florida. It's, right. Yeah, it's it's a lot Florida's <laughs> crazy, man. <laughs> like,
0: but yeah, so... Uh, so through doing all these different things, that's how you like voided it, which makes so now it just became like a way to find that thing to do. Right. Are we I going think, live?
1: Yeah, I was like, well, since we can't do the one thing. Yeah, no, was cool.
0: <laughs> um Two guys talking in the dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cutting deep. Nah. Cutting um, deep. <laughs>
1: but, um, Nah. there's a. Oh, by the way, have you ever had mead before?
0: mead yeah uh it's, no so it's but fer- it's like it's you know it's it's alcohol yeah, right yeah it's fermented okay. honey do you drink it no i don't
1: okay that's okay i was like oh wait a second now that we're talking about this i don't think we have
0: but yeah i got But it's mead. what vikings drink yeah. mead mead, it's uh, mead. It's in skyrim it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you got to be a pirate or a viking yeah <laughs> uh, recently
1: gotten into mead but um interesting. All right. Yeah, it just triggered in my head. because like, oh you're in my place. I'm like, oh yeah, meat is a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> if
0: you want to, man, go for it. Like if that's what if that was where that was gonna go. <laughs>
1: oh I was gonna be, yeah, if you wanted to try it. Well even after this, I was like, Oh, if you want to try, it. but yeah, no, I forgot. Yeah, alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I appreciate, it. I appreciate um, it. But yeah, we were talking
0: about uh Florida being fucked up.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> I feel like it's a <sighs> I had went home recently, um Yeah. I saw my my stepdad. I saw, like, old friends. Um, I had, like, reconnected with, like, a lot of things. And, like, going there made sense about the person that I am to me. Okay. Um, But it also made me realize a lot of things that I had shedded by living in Ohio.
0: Um, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit um, after that Diego show. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. I don't remember if maybe you just got back from Florida or you were going to, but like, th- I think that's it. A, a th- that's like a, a show. It shows growth like mm-hmm. to yourself because you're put back in that environment, which would potentially be uh, um, fights, and <laughs> like you know what I mean like from what if from what I understand from our last two conversations, um, at least recorded conversations, so that like n- step back there and see that you're moved from those like kind of triggers that would exhibit that behavior. Is that like, it w- what was kind of like the key takeaway from that. Like what was like, Oh, I can do this and not have to worry. Like what, what were those key signs of growth? I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Like in that moment when I was visiting. Yeah, like, oh,
0: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> this girl had passed by. I was sitting at a Jama juice, <laughs> um, with like, uh, with mead. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, I was sitting with, uh a childhood friend, Christian, uh, and his wife, uh, which is crazy. I right. Think we talked about this too. Maybe I don't um, remember. But so let's like, that. dude lived like or not lived, but dude worked down the street from me when I was running the store in Sandusky. Okay. Uh, he was working down the street from me the whole time. I didn't see him for years. Yeah. And he was working down the street from me, and then we talked about it um, when I was down there because he was he was moving back the same time I was visiting. Right. So it, like, very serendipitous, like how it all came together. And he was like, oh, I was at the Gray Wolf Lounge. I was doing security on there. And I was like, I was at the mall in Sandusky. Like, right now. I was like, I used to pass that all the time. Yo, that's crazy. Uh, but it sh- I guess that also shows me how detached I am from um, social media, where I don't really use it personally. I just use right. it for music.
0: Um, but uh, Do you find that more comforting? Oh, that I don't have a okay. personal life? No, <laughs> no. That's, you do. It's just like it's not publicly other people's. It's your personal life.
1: Right. I try. I've been trying to uh, develop my personal life a little bit better, but um, I think I've like stunted my my growth in that department by being so business minded all the time. Okay, Um,
0: I relate to that. A lot. (laughs) Like maybe I'm I'm seeking advice at that point. Like (laughs) because so much I say yes to so much stuff and like I've been attempting so many different things and it's all music based, Mm -hmm. you know, in some degree. That's how we met, you know. Um and here we are doing the same thing, talking about what we're doing musically. (laughs) But like so much of that gets funneled through that, like, this is a thing I want to do. And at one point, at least for me, at one point, it was like, Oh, that the, it's determination, it's self-drive, and you got to keep going. You get that eventually, that wheel loses, loses the friction or whatever, and it just keeps spinning all the time. And like when it, even to the point where, like, cool, I have a day off. I'll just you know read a comic that I bought. And you're like, what am I doing reading this comic? I should be writing. Yeah, it's like or, it's not
1: gonna do anything for me like in the long run. Why am I doing this?
0: Right, right, but. Yeah. It, it's so I don't know. I don't like. It's also okay to be there in that moment and be like, "Dude, I want to know what the Ninja Turtles are up to." You know what I mean, like.
1: Yeah, it's like me with video games and stuff. I like be. Um, I think, and this is, I think this is like a bad trait as well, because uh, escapism is a thing. Mm-hmm. I think in healthy doses it is, but I think I like use escapism to like its fullest extent uh, with video games, just because, like, if I'm dealing with something. I'll, like, shut down, not talk to anybody, not do any music or anything. Yeah. I'll just, like, fall into, like, whatever I'm into. Like, with that, I'll play, like, an RPG and then just, like, have a whole other life, like, in a video game for, like, two days and then come back and just get back to work. Gotcha. Um, and address the thing or? I'll just be like, all right, I'm good. And okay. Uh, yeah, because I'll, like, not even worry, like, whatever was bothering me. I'd like made a bunch of gold in some video game, or something, <laughs> so or caps in Fallout or something. So it was just like, yo, um, we're good. Gotcha. <laughs> uh,
0: but, you know, and that, but that type of escapism isn't like that. Doesn't sound detrimental. That's not like avoiding personal relationships. And then, you know, what I mean, like that's that sounds like taking a break from a thing and then allowing that. Because sometimes if you step away from a problem, your unconscious kind of finds a way to resolve it. And then when you come back to it, since you've stepped away, it's like easier to figure out. Like I, I've talked to some people that have found like at least going back to like the writing. Mm-hmm. Like some people have found a if they get stuck writing a song or a poem or whatever or just a narrative and don't know where to take it, they go to bed and wake up and when they come back, it's easier to figure out that thing because it's been floating around in the subconscious, but they haven't been consciously ad- uh, approaching it. Yeah, before I like started plotting and figuring out what it is.
1: Um, I wanted to do I used to just be like fuck it and I would like go to a different city or like Mm. I would find something new that I haven't done and I would just like fuck off for a period of time for as long as I could that was feasible and then um, come back and write a project or uh, you know get back into the swing of things yeah Um, and that would be like how I would balance myself out where now I think I am, uh, I'm aiming for stability, I think is what I'm trying to do. Okay. Um, that's not my like grand goal, but it's like, I think that's my bottom line is to remain stable and stick to something for once instead of just being like, fuck it. And then just keep it rolling.
0: Um, well, you've come from a bouncing from state to state, yeah. you know, how do you even find a state of mind when you can't find a state to live in? Yeah. You know a, what I mean? Like, yeah, like
1: the concept of home, like eludes me like a motherfucker. Like I'll sit there and be like, like nothing really matters. Like <laughs> I could be, like I could be yeah. anywhere. It doesn't matter. I'm still me everywhere I go. I can like make a uh, close associates that I can get into any scene as long as I like am tenacious enough to like get everything together. Um, so it was just like I didn't really care, but like now I'm like, all right, let's try to like what is it? what is my energy being put forth in Cleveland look like mm-hmm. um and then if I don't like it, I'll just fucking like move to Maine or some, shit. I don't yeah. <laughs> but it's are you looking in the maine? that seems like a a targeted uh, thing, yeah, I like Maine, yeah, uh, like the idea of maine i have never been there, I just in my head i just think of like um
0: do you like dunkin donuts? Nah. But they got a uh, shit ton I in hate Maine. Dunkin donuts.
1: <laughs> Me too. I hate it. like They got way more <laughs> Oh god. No, like i think of like
0: Yeah, i know. That's a... like trees and yeah. like
1: a beach um like and i mean like ever like big ass like forest type beat trees and like yeah. a beach uh like just some chill ass shit where i could just like not matter and not care about a bunch of stuff but going back to what we were originally talking about was like what I noticed um fuck like <laughs> no like cause this is just it's just a crazy ass thing there was a girl that walked by yeah and I knew what shoes they were but I just had to be sure and I was like are those Balenciaga and she's like yeah and they're just dirty like this she's like she just threw on some stuff and I could just tell her outfit was like at least over three grand. Damn. And she was, it was yeah. just like a top, some like loose fit, like almost sweats and those shoes. Right. I mean like, uh, like just by looking at her I mean like until she's wearing more than three grand right now. Um, but that's the environment, like that's yeah. one part of the environment that I came from, um, where the other half is like, you know, extreme poverty or, you know, like the middle class or the, m- the lower middle class or the damn near okay in the next like five years I'm gonna have millions to my name upper middle class Hmm. Um, like the the ground is so strange um, and like where you're at like there's people struggling all the time you have people who fuck up uh, $1,300 shoes and just like walk around and hang out Um, (laughs) but then as I'm like as I'm uh, like I had like a brief conversation and she went off to go to this little thing off to the side I just realized i used to hang around people like as my life got better and i got older um so hang around people like that yeah and there was a point in my life where like i cared um about things like that where it was like not so much the price tag but just the statement Bad. of like yeah what this is like brands to that extent and I used to, like, look for, like, because another one of my side hustles was I would find, like, vans and stuff like that. Yeah. And I would just sell them to my friends and stuff for skate shoes. Um, And I'd find them at, like, Ross, or i go thrifting, and I'd find them, and I'd sell them for, like, 60 bucks. Or, like, if it was, like, one of my close friends from, like, the block, I'd be like, oh, yeah, just give me, like, 20, 30 bucks. Right. And i will give you these. I found them for, like, 10, 15 dollars. Um, But, yeah, like, if it was one of my friends from, like, um closer to like terra Vella and stuff like that i'd be like oh yeah or in the parkland area or like out in lauderdale i'd be like yo oh uh, yeah i like, can sell you these ones like they're brand new boom 60 bucks in my pocket for a pair of 15 shoes i had um and i just i'd move like that yeah um, i wouldn't you know and it was a good little thing and i'd <laughs> get my money up and i'd spend that money on like just dumb shit that I'd end up like tearing up cuz I'd skating it too or I'd go right. surfing and I right. I go in the pit and my shirt's ripped or whatever like like my lifestyle like the way I was living versus the things that I liked at a point it just it was pure chaos for me mm. um but it made sense cuz I was just like oh fuck it I'll buy another one right um, and I was like one of the few kids who could be like oh yeah I'm making this by myself um and it's like without like uh but yeah yeah um. yeah well, i mean that's
0: you know just to be able to say that you know how many kids can say that they are making it by themselves and like I, like I, I i get it though so now it's not seeing the the value of the brand in the sense that this this chick was rocking all this like kind of like uh, higher like more expensive stuff but it was like seeing it as her who she is kind of or seeing it where you are with that where you're like i don't care about the statement you're making by wearing that.
1: I didn't look at That was the thing. I didn't look at it. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it hit me. It was yeah. just like the f- one, the fact that I I had this lifestyle so ingrained in me that as an adult, I can look at like a design in something and be like, yeah. that was made by blah, 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 blah. And that was made by that person. And yeah. those are definitely Balenciaga's um, like, and then be like, But, like, my day-to-day life, I never think about those things. Mm. But just naturally, like, oh, those are... And she's like, oh, yeah. And, like, we, like, had a little chat for a second. And I was just like, fuck, why do I know this? Um, Mm. And they didn't really mean that much to me then. But I guess it was just, like, it was so natural, I guess, like, that, like I said the, it's a weird thing to describe because it was like it meant a lot because it was like at the core foundation of who I was mm. I would like be like okay um I had learned to dress for the occasion after a while um but it was like all right going to a show cut off <laughs> a tank top <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or you know hoodie because about to get you know a little chilly at night um and those can get ripped up but it's whatever <laughs> but then it's just like oh, okay let me buy this uh So, yeah, um...
0: We got got any any people joining us on the live?
1: Oh, yeah, there was a couple. I've just been Uh, focusing on the actual thing. Um... (laughs) But, yeah, it was... Thick. A matter of, uh... It was my bassist that just joined. He's like, hey...
0: Um, all right, let's trash the bass player right now. <laughs> Man, all the time. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding.
1: Joey loves to uh, speak for me all the time.
0: All the time. There uh, you go. Just always yeah. cutting in when ordering no, shit.
1: I let him, though. I'll, he'll be like, oh, well, Eli. I'll be like, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll fuck off somewhere. And then they will be like, Sick. Then, yeah. <laughs> Sick. No, that's awesome. Like, Joey can talk to me whenever it's fine. They talk for me whenever it's fine. I, don't, I really don't. Like, my, my time for speaking is on stage. And then from there, I just fuck off. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was a culture shock to realize how engrossed I was into like these material things yeah. naturally and then be like now where I'm just like, I can appreciate the beauty in something, um, and a person or like just like an aesthetic and be like, yo, this is, this is wonderful. This is great. Um, right. I, I, I see the value in this for what it is. Um, where then everything was kind of fleeting Um, and I mean I'm just speaking in retrospect I guess because it's just like what I'm thinking back on because like I said back then literally it was just like yeah that's a thing yeah let's do this yeah 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 what's the move today boom like I just be caught up in it but now I'm a little bit more uh, calculative calculative, um, in my like ongoings
0: right well, in, in the sense of finding stability, you know what I mean? Those, like, it feels like uh, I shouldn't say, it, I think it's those brand ideas, right, are kind of in a way, when, when we're younger, those stick out more. You know, the, uh, that marketing really fucking works. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just even thinking, like, the cartoons and shit you'd watch as a kid, like, that stuff really is ingrained into society. And, like, being able to find the value in something like that more so right away. And I'm I'm saying just – I'm trying to – that perspective – I mean, that's profound to, to realize that I know what that is, but it doesn't mean as much to me as it did before. Like, it's not as – th- it seems like the knowledge is there just from being aware of it. Mm-hmm. But the fact – like, I, so that's that's a super amazing, like, show of growth, you know, from that, not finding, like – are, are realizing there's more value in other things, uh, like, but like, the related to like the kids I see every day and work with, like, and they're like, oh, blah blah blah. As soon as you bring up a brand, like I showed a video, I can't remember what. Usually I'll start off my class with a video yeah. to get everyone's attention on a thing, yeah. And I th- it, it might have been like Davey Five or Four something, something uh, uh, interesting enough for kids and musically enough. And there was a Jimmy John's bag, and like. Oh, I know. It was, it was a cat going in a bag and falling <laughs> off the table because it's funny. But, like, it was a Jimmy John's bag, and all the kids are like, Jimmy John's. And I'm like, fuck.
1: Yeah, fuck branding, branding works. Yeah, branding is a whole like, thing, yeah.
0: but um, <laughs> But I think slowly as we get older and we realize, oh, it's branding. And that's not – I'm not Dave who likes Jimmy John. I'm Dave who likes sandwiches. I'm Dave who likes sandwiches with cheese. You know, slowly <laughs> you like you figure out these bits about you that isn't just the brand of a thing. Oh, I don't like McDonald's, I like French fries. I don't like French fries, I like just potatoes fried up. You know what I mean? Like it right. slowly gets to like the, the core of the thing, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, like every time I try a new place and like if I like if I don't know what I want off the menu, I'll just ask the person taking my order. i will be like, what do right. you usually get? And like there's some people who hate that I do this. I know. And some people that <laughs> You know, whatever. And, like, some people, like, like especially, and I get it, but, like, there's, like, uh, like uh, female servers and stuff. Like, oh, what do you usually get? Mm, they're probably yeah. thinking, like, I'm trying to, like, get an in. But, literally, I just, I don't care. Like, especially, like, I like food. Right. That's what I've narrowed. Like, when you're, like, breaking it, I was like, I like eating. <laughs> Eating's great. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, what does this person get? Let's see what they like. Cause, yeah. Uh, I, I really don't give a fuck at the end of the day. And like oh well, I usually get this I'm like cool let's try that and then I'll try it and then if it's for me cool I've found something new and then I'll branch off into other things I try not to eat the same thing twice unless it's really good yeah. I only eat it twice and then I'll try the other things on the menu unless I go there habitually which I rarely do I like to mix things up a little bit um, I do like like the easy go to things like you got to know like especially going on tour and stuff it's right. like, okay sheets.
0: Right, um, it's right. Wawa. <laughs> um, the get go, I don't think that's out of Ohio, though, right? Yeah, uh, maybe PA. Maybe yeah, that might be. A I was gonna say, yeah, it's like, there's some in the Midwest,
1: I think it's out east, though. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you know, that, but like in your day to day life, <laughs> Denny's is so like, there was a moment where it was just Denny's was like the lifeblood for me, just like <laughs> being like, all right, after the show, going to Denny's, uh, what
0: up, Denny's? What the fuck is up, Denny's? Oh man, that. On a side note and a side tangent, that seems like a band that would play at Blank Slate next. Whatever that hardcore woman, I would hope. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I'd play with them. I'd open up for them for sure. <laughs> fuck, yes. fuck yeah. Yes. I would, would make shift a band and be called the Grand Slam to open up for the What Up Denny's band. Yeah, I would like, would be like
1: yo, bro, there's a hardcore band open up. I don't have a band, which I just want to like piece some shit together. Like, yeah, all right, cool. Um, um. I might start doing that, too. And like, yo, I got this new band. People are like, all right, what's your name? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah? What do you call yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Whoa, do you know the yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yes. <laughs> Whoa, you you know the yeah yes? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 you yeah. just keep yeah, it going.
0: And yes. just every time it gets <laughs> one thing longer. <laughs> yeah, just add another yeah to it. Um, um, but, but the kind of... Yeah. Uh, sorry, I cut you off. No, you're good. I
1: mean, yeah, we're probably supposed to be talking about my album. No, we're,
0: like, we're here to talk about whatever, man. This uh, is a catch-up. And, like, dude... It, I, whatever tangent we go on, it always has like a PMA <laughs> twist, and I love that. I love how, <laughs> like, but um, to kind of go back to the album. So, Idiot, yeah. it, it, th- the title makes me think of The Idiot from Iggy Pop. Okay. And, like, I don't know, my, my voice just popped when I said Iggy Pop. That was cool. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop. pop. Makes it pop. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it is kind of a blank slate band. Like the band you have with you, yeah. is that everyone that recorded or is the live band different personnel than the actual personnel on the tracks?
1: No, no, this is yeah, it's literally just uh different people uh, like literally the Soul Food Horns collective, like a constant collaborator. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just it's a group of people that not no none of the band members that I have for live stuff um played on the actual album. Okay. Um I have like plans to do something like that, but I just have to like Get through this album first, right? Um, yeah, this album was a lot to bite off, but I'm like at the end of it, so like, that, at least with release,
0: yeah. So what what's hold What's the holdup? Is it just like the putting it out? Everything seems to be recorded. Yeah, everything's
1: the... set. It's all like everything's ready to go. It's just
0: waiting for it. Yeah, getting waiting it, for the it, drop yeah, date. Getting it out. Okay. Out, yeah.
1: The the stuff with the beer
0: and the other like release. So yeah, what is the what is that? Um, is that what got you in the mead?
1: No, I've okay. been into Mead. Um, <laughs> what was it called? Someone I've been, like, seeing, uh, I told the other day. Uh, I was, like, because I uh, was it Western Reserve Brewery okay. or Meadery, sorry. Um, literally was on my way back home to my commute from work for, like, month. Like, it's just been there. Right. And, like, I've been telling people, like, oh, I'm going to go there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go try it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I finally, like had the time to go and it was right there (laughs) it was literally just on it. like I could have went this whole time like as soon as I got off work I could have went and grabbed a bottle and I was so like just like fuck like I just never took the time to like really look where it was at right and then but yeah I think like yeah just where I'm at now I did that but no like this beer it's a shandy um oh god it comes from that thing, like, with the video game. Um, yeah. It's just, like, I have this thing, and this also correlates to another, th- like, what we were talking about with me, like, my what's instilled in me from growing up where I'm from. Right. Um, I have a very, I don't want to say pompous, but in my head, you are absolutely nobody until you do something great and then everyone has to know. Um, and I'm not as vocal about it as I was when I was younger, but I realized that I still keep that mentality, which is why I work so hard. Okay. So, like, greatness comes in all forms. But my idea of greatness is to be, like, the best, like, versatile public figure um and i was like realizing what this i've never really was able to piece together all these moving parts until recently yeah um but yeah it's just like being like a very personable and relatable public figure um and like in like exploring the meaning of that i was like well what is it that draws me or what connects me to people? What is something that I enjoy? What's something I can attach myself to as well as my music that I'm passionate about that makes sense in that experience? Right. And I was like, oh, did merch. All right. Try the video game. Because, um, you know, it's in everybody's pocket. You know, phones are in everybody's pocket. If I right. have an app, it's good to go. Um, I just like sat and I thought, I was like, okay. Um, what is that a venue? And like I was like, oh, there's lights. Like I just thought of like dumb stuff, like lights, chairs, uh, <laughs> talking, uh sound. Hope, we've got music. That doesn't make sense. I've already, already right. bringing sound. I was like, what is? I was like, alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol is at a predominant, like alcohol, is something that a lot of people look for at a venue. Right. Uh, alcohol is a something, but not only a venue because I need to go that step further to be incorporated in your life. Um, so I was like, okay, alcohol, set the show. You could also get it outside of the show. What is something hmm. that people can interact with?
0: Aside that from That is the music. attached to me, right. aside
1: from music, that could be involved in someone's daily life. Alcohol. Um, and, yeah, I just, uh, I would like, contacted breweries, um, and then I was doing a podcast like this. I was talking to, uh, Vinny, the, uh, the marketing director and stuff and telling him about like my experience and where I'm at at that point. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, well, you know, I work with a brewery. Once you come by, and, you know, you can see your pitch and blah, blah, blah. And I like pitched it. Um, and, yeah, they took it and I was like, cool. Nice. And nice. it's in my, it's in Elyria, which is my hometown. So right.
0: it's like. What's a, a. So is it, it. So now there's a signature Eli Brew? Or, or what's the. Yeah, it's called. Uh, is it called the Idiot Can? Like. <laughs> no, like. Uh, do you got it?
1: Uh, no, I have the. Hold on for a second. I can pull it up on the okay. laptop so you can see.
0: Um, right. But
1: it's called a Shame Shandy. Um, Shame Shandy. Yeah, Hell yeah. After the song Shame <laughs> on yeah, that, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And it's a strawberry lime
0: shandy. Okay. Um, blue. Sorry. uh No, you're good. You're good. Shame, shame. That's I think one like that's the story of like pondering that. Like I want I really want the enlightenment to come Okay. Perfect. That's badass. Nice. Nice. And that's going to and that's also the album cover, right? Yeah, it's just a modified
1: yeah. version of it for the right. uh for the beer. So Who I mean. does your art? Uh for this one is Cumulus Bears beer.
0: Okay. Um. Cuz you always have like rad album covers and rad like just rad rad art on all your shit
1: i'm hella grateful for like uh my listeners and just people that are involved in my culture um in my music so like i usually like look into what other people are doing or stuff like that i have a, a, a really vast network so it like when i like reach out to people and i have like ideas for stuff um i keep it to a central theme like put me in this dope shit that i got. <laughs> um And then it's like, I want these expressions, and I want it to be like this. And then I'll leave room for them to do their thing. Right. And it comes together beautifully. Um, I think it's a big part to, like, commission somebody to do something um, and then give them freedom as well. Like, give them a general idea and then let them run with it. Right. Um,
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Because, like, uh, doing a couple... I do a little bit of um, multimedia stuff, a little bit mm-hmm. of digital art, and doing one thing for a friend, like having those parameters but not a clear thing makes you can do something, but you also know what they want. So I think that's the perfect way to do it, just how you described it. giving Setting the, s- the size of the canvas and basically the color tones and letting someone figure it out and paint it on there
1: yeah i think it helps so like i have somewhat of an idea for like how things work
0: <laughs> <laughs> right 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 so well dabbling in everything you're gonna so um the bounce okay so that's all so now there's there's a shandy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so <laughs> sick um hey, and and we were supposed to do this interview at the brewery right right yeah. all right so this honestly probably worked better sonically because like besides from the air conditioning, this is a good sounding room you know what I mean? Like, th- there's no clanking of beers or anything, right, but yeah. visually would have been way cooler. Oh yeah, visually yeah. would have been way cooler. Yeah. Um, what's the so? One more time, the brewery. Uh, Unplugged. Unplugged Brewery. Yeah. Okay. Shouts out to Unplugged. Yep. And when when can you get the shanty?
1: <laughs> like, I'm gonna say for sure at Mahal's October second. Okay. Um, there will be. Have you tried it yet? Uh, We're brewing it. Okay. That okay. What today is yeah. Um, so it was just like yeah. Um. Between now and then, I'll, I'll try it, of course. But yeah, it's just like getting everything together, packaging all that stuff, and brewing it, and then like adding the the stuff. It's a it's a process. No, yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, no, everything's like laid out, so it's all good. Um.
0: So at the Mahal show in yeah, October, yeah. all right. Who Doc-
1: saved who? Um, ten Away and Summer School.
0: All right. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Love summer school. Was it um? So back to the idiot, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say the idiot because I'm <laughs> plugging another record. <laughs> idiot. Um, it, what? So drive diving through the record. Like the first thing I remember you showing me, and I remember this goes back to our dog from Diego mm-hmm. conversation was um control. It's been a minute since we spoke. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like that song's catchy as fuck. The horn line, how that all fits. Oh, the t- like that That slaps <laughs> And like Everything's So woven together Really nicely Like profoundly In this record And that's why Like When you sent me the um, I knew I was excited for To, to do this And kind of get to Hear the tracks beforehand And I knew I was Going to like that one I didn't know the name Of it then I don't think you had A name for it either But um, So I knew I was Going to like what I was going to hear Because that was my like intro because that's what that's so did those ideas like melodically was that a a a collaborative thing or was this kind of where you're coming at coming up with like chord progressions it was a back and forth thing yeah um yeah because it was like control oh god
1: uh i think yeah because these songs have like altered a lot in the final product yeah um like altered yeah, live um, lights. Like, yeah like no they just well live too but also like um like just the final product of them because like i should i think away changed a lot from what okay. i first showed you it has like a, a liver and like has a far more live sound too right it. um and control um hits better um
0: it hit then uh, in the car. I was like, because <laughs> we parked in front of your apartment oh, for yeah. like 40 <laughs> minutes. And no, I was surprised. No, one was like, ha, 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 what are you fucking doing? Get out of the way. <laughs> but it was so good to catch up because that was like kind of mid-roll pandemic when I was doing the Doc for Diego thing. Mm-hmm. And you came through on like, I think that was a Tuesday night. And like, I'd, oh, I have something for you. Diego wrote notes to everybody. I have a yeah. note for you. It's Ye- in my car. Okay, yeah. I was wondering you about that too. Yeah, because um, yeah, I, I swore I told you about that then I forgot. <laughs> um, I, I got so many notes f- <laughs> from this kid for all these bands, mm. um, which is so cool. I don't know. He's such a cool kid. Um, but on that, uh, going back to it, so it, it's either way, it still hits. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's such a good song yeah no it was uh oh yeah and then live it's a whole other thing too so
0: i've seen the clips um, like the instagram clips oh, where, where where was like, playing and stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah and that's where i think i saw danny i was like what danny's playing with
1: what i think danny's like see so yeah, danny was uh, sat in on a practice a couple times and was like yeah because he was curious because uh, we were practicing in the building he lives in oh uh, okay um what where was that in tremont it's not okay. it's not a build it's, i don't think it's got a name i don't know it if it does mm. um but it's like off in the cut um near like a hospital um but yeah we were practicing and he was just curious like he's like who are these people making noise over <laughs> there and then it's like oh yeah okay. um yeah danny said he was in, like impressed with everything from what he heard um
0: Danny's cool we run a I host Mike Night and I in Berea at the Front Street Social. Yeah, and he switches every other Wednesday, so I'll go, then he goes. I'll go, then he goes. Like he's doing wait today's Thursday. He
1: did yesterday. Yeah, he did yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he does. He invited me out a couple times too. Um. And yeah, I like popped in. I'll like pop in and just check things out, uh, and I'll head out. Usually, I show up like late, so by yeah. the time like, I'm like very like all right, if I say I'm going to be out this time, I'm going to be out this time. Right. Like, unless I get caught up in something, then I'm like, all right. But.
0: I feel it. I feel it. I try to keep the punk and punctual. <laughs> like, <laughs> I try to, but when you get caught up with, like, people like, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, cool. Check the, you know, whatever. Like, you got to live for the moment, too. Yeah. And, like, um, but, yeah, I don't know. You like jam nights? Do you like going to open mic nights? Is that, like, or is it kind of, like, off-putting?
1: <laughs> I did it in blank Slate. I think it's, like, where I got. Like I was able to blank slate was a place I was definitely able to like refine my craft. Yeah. As a like a writer and also somebody who could just make stuff up, um, especially like the twenty four hour fest thing. Right. Uh, right. Just show up at like uh, like twelve o'clock, like <laughs> show up at like midnight, and there's just like a couple people, and it's just like, yo, you play drums, yo, you play guitar, yo, you play bass, just make some shit up, and then I had like uh, Eddie, like Eddie would even tell you like there was yeah. a night. Where it was like, all right, do these things. And then I was like, all right, now you get out of here. <laughs> you do. Th- and like, you saw the evolution of a band like a course of years and like probably like 15 minutes. So I was like, all right, yeah. man, I don't like that. You get out of here.
0: um, And then going from there. Um, man, the Blank Slate was magic. Eddie's <laughs> yeah. magic. Like, I think he definitely <laughs> brought, you know what I mean? Like, he brings that. He brings that energy to it. Oh, yeah, Vinny's in there too. Is he in there? Yeah. Uh, what up, Eddie? <laughs> oh, Vinny. Not oh, Eddie. Vinny. <laughs> I thought you said Eddie. Um, what oh up, yeah. Vinny? No, okay. Now let's trash Vinny. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's just get people on live so we can record us trashing them <laughs> exactly. after we bait yeah. them in by saying nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah. but no, because I remember meeting Eddie beforehand and like hearing the ideas for Blank Slate, and I'm sure we've talked about this in other interviews. But like, I think it's important to like bring up how how important that DIY scene is in that space where pure creativity is allotted. <laughs> Not right. just from nine to eleven, but like uh, that's a uh, that sounded bad. But I meant for because Mike and I usually go from nine to eleven. <laughs> oh no, I definitely get it. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean, like because what? Ha- so blank slate is of no more, right? The physical that's space. Th- 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 uh, at the moment, I don't yeah. think
1: I don't think it's permanently that way. But uh, at the moment, blank slate operates as like a um a web thing. It's right. an influencer in that community in Elyria, which it needs. Yeah. Um, so. Um, That was the livelihood,
0: though, of Illyria.
1: There wasn't much. I mean, there's things, I mean, especially, like, with the city being more supportive of, like, arts and stuff now. Yeah. um, I think this was a necessary step for Blank Slate to just influence that direction and create Mm. that narrative. Um, So I think uh, that was a good thing to come out of it, regardless of, like... You know, the, the negative repercussions of it. Yeah. You know, it's not every day, but, like, the moments it happens, it gives people that opportunity. I've always felt like, um, being an artist in Elyria, I was always like, I got to create opportunities and no opportunities. Right. Where, like, now you've got Garford Art Fest. Okay. Um, you have the third Thursdays thing happening. What's that? that. Um, so, like, every other month. Um, yeah, the third, yeah, every yeah. month, um, the third Thursday of that month. Uh, there'll be live music in the square. We played there. Oh, okay. uh, me and the live band played there um, one night. Um, and it gives us something, like it gives artists something to look forward to in that area. Because there wasn't anything before. It'd just be like, I'm going to do music and then I'm going to go to Cleveland. Then yeah. I'm going to go to Pittsburgh or I'm going to go to Chicago. You know, East or West. And then you'll figure it out or you're going to fade into obscurity. Um, right. And I mean, that's just what happens um, I mean, that's where I was getting pulled for a while. It was like, all right, I'm in Elyria, Ohio. I'm like, all right, I'm going to sell tickets in Cleveland. And I ended up in Chicago and it was just like, <laughs> and then I was like bouncing back and forth between Chicago and Cleveland for a minute. And it was just like, cool. Um, what are you going to, you know, where are you, where are you going to end up? So I think it's nice that people are able to see people perform. I had a conversation. With a kid just asking me, like, like out there, he was just like, "How did you get into this?" Yeah, and I was like, "It's oh, a long story, kid." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take a seat, and that's where the bio flick. That's where that's where it starts. It's it start. It starts with you getting off stage, and in a voice is like, "Eli has to think about his whole life before he explains it to a kid," and then you explain it to like the kid. Just watches you look down and say one one killer line at the end of it. And that's, oh, no, the movie, the ending (laughs) clip would be, like, you just looking at him and being, like, believe in yourself and just walk away. (laughs) Literally literally how that ended, though. (laughs) Because, like, I'm sitting here talking to this kid, like, so what you got to do is you got to, like,
1: find something and then do it. And then, like, as you keep doing it, people will be like, oh, that's a cool thing you're doing. Right. And then people will gravitate towards it. And you'll, like, work with people to make that cool thing you were doing even cooler. And you just, like, grow and expand, and there's, like, a bunch of ups and downs, but, like, you've got to find a way to just, like, stay, like, keep the ball rolling. Right. And then, blah, 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 blah. And then Joey's like, he's
0: a fucking kid. Like, just. (laughs) No, I (laughs) think just (laughs) how you explained it right now is what that kid, that kid's going to, if he's got a thing, he's going to remember that. You know what I mean? Because not too many people, not too many adults or adolescents talk to kids as if they aren't kids. As instead of like potential people, they're just kids. I
1: mean, they are potential people, and that's my right. Thing. Cause that's what I, I mean. Because like, I always think in my head, I was like, I have no fucking clue how to t- talk to kids. I'll just be like, uh, some little nigga, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, if you ask me a question, and I'll be like, I'll go too far, and I'll be Ready. like, uh, like, I want to be a cop, and I want to grow up. And I'll be like, don't do that, and then, <laughs> 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 and then they'll be like. What? And I am like, well, you know, like, cops <laughs> shoot black people sometimes. Like, there's cool <laughs> cops out there, but, like, I mean, you could do it. It's it's a double-edged sword. Uh, and <laughs> be you. Figure yourself. And then, like, yeah, yeah they'll be like, yeah. and it's a kid, so they're just like, what's a double-edged uh, sword? Like, yeah, they're a sword like, that's, you, you know, can have two swords? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you could have, it's a double-edged sword, and you could have two of them. And then it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's... It's a hole. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah, but like, yeah. I'll talk to kids. Yeah, Rabbits I live just, in holes. I guess so. Yeah, like, and I mean, there's some of them that are just free rangers out there <laughs> chilling. But then they get eaten by wolves. So it's like you either go in the hole, or you, you want to, you know, just be a free range rabbit. But the problem <laughs> is, you gotta face the consequences of your actions. Like the way you want to live your life, you can be that whole rabbit. You can be that wild rabbit. That wild <laughs> rabbit got a lot more ops than that whole rabbit. But that whole rabbit is out is itself. Right. So you gotta figure out a way to find a balance between those two. It's like Bugs Bunny. He was out there in the wild, and then when things pressed him, he pressed back. But then he would jump in the hole when things got too hot. You gotta figure out. You gotta find that rhythm, little homie. And <laughs> <laughs> It's like who's Bugs Bunny? Ah, <laughs> <God laughs> damn, I'm too old. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. How are you
0: just
1: and just send him a YouTube link of like the All old right, like Looney well, Tunes know, <laughs> episodes of him and Elmer Fudd and Daddy like, and stuff. Yeah,
0: do I don't know. You're not. Well, I guess you know it's good because Space Jam too. <laughs> like, oh There you go. I guess we're but, we're still uh, getting that the energy. Four.
1: I think that, uh, <laughs> uh, and like thinking about it, I do think that uh, Bugs Bunny is a good representation of like adapting right um
0: there's definitely a zen to bugs
1: yeah uh, but also not only adapting with like nature and the course of like how things like work Mm -hmm. but like also when random elements are added because like there were episodes where it was like okay there's bugs bunny then there's daffy and there's a tasmanian double but completely other (laughs) Yeah. Like, what, the yeah, like, what the fuck is a <laughs> like Tasmanian he's just crazy as hell but then like you have one dude that's out to get you but then you got somebody else that is kind of cool with you but like they still don't fuck with you because they just right. gotta protect themselves I don't know like Bugs Bunny from my like perspective even as a kid I was even just like this dude like knows how to like figure things out for himself, so, like... And handle anything he's in. Yeah, but then, like, are you... And then, like, just going, like, a step further, think about, like, his relationship with Daffy, where he's, like, all right, this dude is always, like, he's jelly. He's always trying to, like, get over on me. If right. I have something good, he wants that. And then he's still just, like, he lets him be that way. Yeah. And never tries to change him. He just... Like, there's literally episodes where he's just sitting on the side, like... Hmm. And just watches them do some dumb right, shit, right? And then Davy comes back. and He's like, "I hate you." He's like, "You trying to, you trying to kick it still or what?" <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, That's a good point, though. That's a good point. There's something to the, uh, the, the character that is stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something zen about someone breach and I feel like we're all trying to get to that, that stability, like that, that to kind of go back. Stableness that, mm-hmm. like, this is who I am. This is how I would handle this crazy Tasmanian devil or this Daffy Duck character. And you, by being you, react the world reacts kind of around you at certain times. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a certain way, but that takes that takes that self-development, right? That takes that finding that stability of who I am. And then when you get to that point, when certain characters or certain, like, chemicals or certain whatever reacts to you... You're that solid ground that it either bounces off of, scoots down, goes around. And, like, I think that's a, it's a, <laughs> Bugs Bunny is a good analogy for it. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. <laughs> because, like, no matter what, like, it, the takeaway is what Elmer Fudd does. He gives up, comes back. You know what I mean? Like, but he, Bugs influences the outside world by not really, like, doing anything he wouldn't do. This is like, yeah, that's you, profound. I mean, you gotta think, you know?
1: like, Elmer Fudd is like, it's hunting season. So right. not only is this just like a, one instance of violence, this is like a consistent a season thing of violence. That's it. Yeah, it's going to come. It's an annual thing. Shark only has a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, but like, it's going to happen. So instead of Bugs trying to put an end to Elmer Fudd, he lets him pursue him. Yeah. And then he lets him set up, like, you got to think, Bugs Bunny never sets up a trap. Elmer Fudd always sets up a trap. He falls for he's it. He's aware yeah. for it and then he's like, So what you doing? Like it's like moments right. where he just does, he's right. like, So uh what you doing? He's like oh. <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> <laughs> And how do you when you look at that like psychologically, let's take it out of the cartoon <laughs> realm and take it into like walking into the friend and having that discussion. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you're when you've reached bugsitude of like uh mental like emotional and mental maturity where you're like, Oh hey, how's it going? Like and like you're kind of friends, like if they if they are people that personally try to trigger you into things and, like, they'll fall into their own trap like that. They he basically... Never,
1: yeah, he never pursues... And this is, this is another thing. He never pursues anything outside of him just living his life. If you look yeah. at, like, the course, all those episodes, like, uh there's even episodes where, like, money gets involved. And right. And he's like, oh, my God, we could have sold it, And then it's all gone. And Bugs is like... Eh, <laughs> <yeah."> like, <laughs> And, like, or, like, yeah, like, when he's threatened he's just like so that's what you're gonna do and then yeah yeah it like and then it just unfolds and he's still fine granted like if somebody holds a gun to you and they you're like oh, like, oh you're gonna shoot me and they shoot you you're, like, yeah, you're gonna get shot but like yeah. nine times out of ten but like in life if like people are doing something against you yeah i think the best thing <clears throat> to do and i'm learning this because i'm dealing with like conflict all the time yeah um It's just to like sit back and be like, "Yo, like, all right." That's a thing. Yeah. Just like, what's my water being spilled on my laptop? Right. Like, I could be like, "Uh," "Oh, well, I'm here to do a show. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do what I was gonna do. I'm just
0: roll, keep it rolling." Um, That's it. That's that takes a long time to get to that mindset, man. That's no easy journey, but the payoff of being able to roll with it and make the best of all the situations the bugs your way. <laughs> you know what I mean? The the not bug out, but bugs your way through. <laughs> like, man. <laughs> I'm about
1: to watch uh, Looney
0: Tunes after. That. Uh, <laughs> the next time we're coming back, Martin Martian? Oh, man. Oh.
1: <laughs> God. I mean, and that's a whole other thing. Like right. For his, like, yeah.
0: He just handles it. He's like, man, I'm on Mars now. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's still that, that, man, I can't think of any like good Martin Martian episodes or I think intros. I think
1: the lesson of Martin Martian is always that he's overzealous. Yeah. So like, he's like, I'm going to do this. And then it blows up in his face and he's back at ground one and he tries again. Right. And then he, over oh, you know, he's just, I'm trying to do all this. You were able to do all this stuff and you're always attacking something, but you're never putting those resources into what you have right um, right because he's and, <laughs> he's a martian he's got spaceships yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah he's always like overshooting his bounds and i think that's the big, that's my takeaway from it yeah
0: um what about wiley coyote god this is just becoming a looney tune no story. i think this this <laughs> it, well okay what well, but no now i'm like nah, <laughs> no yeah we'll, no, we'll pin it at wiley coyote <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get back to idiot but but like obsession but yeah but yeah, in a constant pursuit for it, right? Yeah. I mean
1: like think about like um think about like a girl that like you have
0: a that's uh, no, Pepe Le Pew. Uh. <laughs> no, well yeah,
1: but I mean I mean people will Pepe Le Pew Okay. Okay, well let's let's talk about a job then. Um with Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Um if you are at this job, right? And like you wanna you wanna move up to a management position. Right. And like everything around you, like you you put forth so much effort, you got all these resources, and you do everything, and it's not panning out for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe that job's just not for. It's not where you're supposed to be. Right. Like the world has a way, uh, and like that's a response. Like that, while Coyote has that response. Like the world is like this isn't what you're supposed to be doing, because like I like I just got fired for defending myself at my job. Um, And it was like, all right, like, my boss was like, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, but it's whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, Because, like, things, you know, you can only progress so far. You can only do so much. You know, if you are a hardworking person and you put a lot of effort into it, if you channel that energy, maybe you're channeling all that energy into the wrong area. And that's the world showing you, all right, you peaked. You got to do something else. You know, you 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 did it, all right. Like you you can do all this. You used all that to do this, and it was foolish because you weren't supposed to be doing this. There's other things you're supposed to be doing. Um, you have to find that, and it's mm. hard. Um, and that's why you have to consistently try because you obviously have the like the tenacity to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep pursuing this one thing. Right. Pursue something else. and right. See where that goes.
0: Um, well, that he one never does that. Yeah. And that's his flaw. They all have flaws. Right. But. It's an archetype and it's easily th- it's easy to relate that flaw because of that archetype they put up. Do we got who do we got? Anyone else? Uh, oh, these, they're like they're talking about Looney Tunes in the dark. <laughs> what the fuck's <laughs> going on? Um, are, uh, stoner composed. Oh yeah. Okay. A, with <laughs> n-
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like, Yo, so
0: what? Nah, Fucking the Ninja Turtle. Anyway. Yeah. Um oh, Idiot. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Back to Idiot. Oh, so yeah, let's we'll see.
0: What's it? so the title, where's that coming from? Mm-hmm. Is it coming from the track? No, oh.
1: actually, uh, I came up with the title, Idiot. Um, I think we talked about me and my, like, naming of things for, like, series and stuff. Um, Idiot. So, the original name for this was Fooly. Mm.
0: Um, like, Fooly Cooly? No.
1: Nah, I yeah. mean, yeah, you could, because uh, Fooly Cooley" is, like, a play on, like, romance. Right. Um, but, uh. I don't know if you like picked up the over like the tone of like my grandparents. You got to cut with yes, like,
0: yes. Yeah. So I wanted to ask who that couple was because they were fucking dynamite. <laughs> they were di- and like that's your grandparents? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> they seem like the best. Like okay, lab. So when was that recorded? Um, so at least the inner the the, the tracks in between before we get into the titled idiot. When was the interview bit with your grandparents recorded?
1: After, um, I'd like already known what I wanted to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I have like, I think like an hour's worth of a conversation. That's awesome. uh, Of conversations with them. Because yeah. uh, I was try to visit my grandma, uh, my family. Like, Are they in Florida? No, they're here. Okay. Um, I try to like visit people uh, occasionally or like I call and like talk to people. I try to like get into that rotation um but like especially like for my grandparents um and I just asked I was like can we th- like can we have a conversation and it's mostly you talking but like about like love and like what it um what it means to be in love how you grow and develop and like experience that you, experiences that y'all had um and we talked about that stuff uh, there's like little snippets in there where like i like say something i think we cut them out for the most part because i didn't really want my voice to be in right uh your voice is in the music yeah so it was just like and then we had like ran through like the all the audio that i gathered from talking in the backyard with them um because they 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 just they they love to share stories and stuff like that um like there's that one bit in there (laughs) where my grandma's talking about yeah uh like oh i'm trying to exactly remember where this came from oh doing something to show that you care and then if you actually love somebody um you know you'll always you'll find yourself just always thinking about them right um and like you know like you'll you'll do something and like my my grandfather uh comes in a part I, like i said i can't fully remember if the, that whole clip's in there um but he was like yeah, you know, I see something and I'd be like, oh, that's, she like this, she yeah. like that, oh, she wouldn't like that, But like, you find yourself, your taste in things, you know, go with that person, and what right. you understand about them. Um, but yeah, like, we just had, like, long conversations about, like, love um, and growth, like, with someone else, because uh, that's what the project um, focuses on. Um, so, yeah, like, fully was, like, this whole play on, like, you know, this a, a fool in love. And, uh, I, mm. I think about this whole old Hey Arnold thing all the time. Yeah. And it uh, we're just like, why do fools fall in love? And it's a uh-huh. song. It's a song reference. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a song. I know it's a song reference, but I think it's also a movie reference. Okay. Um, but, like, it just stuck in my head. And I was like, if I'm going to write a project about, um love and growing with somebody and like what those feelings are for me personally um i want to like create that type of narrative and i thought idiot was like a better staple over it it's like very bold because it's like why it's called idiot right and draws into a lot of things but it's you're you're foolish when you're in in love or something like that and that's why it's drawn to that and um i just think it encapsulates like you know, you're going into something blind. You're almost stupid, you know. Um, so being foolish kind
0: of goes with it. No, it makes sense. Um, did you drop out?
1: The, the live stream, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: um, yeah it, so the, besides, like, the tracks, that's my favorite bit of this record, is your grandparents in the middle. And I'm, I, I'm even more excited to know that it's your grandparents because like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, they, the, what they say is so profound or the bits you take out of what they said in this in, is really like the bit like where your grandma's like, you can't. Fall in love with someone by just looking at them. Oh yeah, it's not love. It's, it's lust. lust, and th- you know she means it because she spells out the word. <laughs> L- you know what I mean? Like, you know when someone spells out the word, they're saying You're they like, mean P- lust. Yeah. <laughs> That's such. It's so good. It's so in How this, how those bits weave the narrative of self-growth, mm-hmm. and like, cause it seems like, I don't know if we were going through a particular relationship at the time, but there's touches upon it. Like there's that one track. It's kind of like a one, six, four, five, like an old like um, Earth Angel type song. It's like those chords. But uh, um, be th- I, I know th- there's like this longing within it, but also like this self-reflection when you get to the track that's like um, I don't have a problem and there's a female voice singing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, who is that?
1: Oh God, I can't even uh, remember. Okay, That's I thought maybe
0: it might be Maggie. No. Nah, because I remember uh, you Maggie guys.
1: Maggie was yeah. Maggie was uh, the original in that, and then we kept. Well, no, she was the alternate just okay. in case we decided to change out. It. it was an old like I said. This is like this is two years. Right. Actually, what's crazy is no problems was originally on um, only human. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it got cut. And then we revisited it. Yeah. yeah well, I'm know. glad you
0: did because it's a dope track, <laughs> yeah. and I think it fits. It fits the narrative of this like self-reflection and trying to find the self-growth, and like, ah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, like adding the sax and everything to it was like a whole new like it was a new stuff. Like when we like redid it, it was like, all right, let's do it. And then we it was a lot of back and forth on that one, um, but yeah, it was like, nah, this one has to be on because even like in remaking it it was like no nah, no nah, we shouldn't do this and it was like oh well da-da-da. i was like well, let's just put like let's get the bass done get some sacks some trumpet on there get some solos running and then we'll mess with the vote you know piece by piece we'll get it together um but yeah no no problems it like fit perfectly and then there's like yeah like shame and no problems went together for me
0: yeah in, like, yeah have, well, it's interesting that the shame, just the titles by themselves, um, shame and no problems. Well, first there's shame, then there's no problems. Or are, are the problems because of the shame? Yeah, I mean, like, this <laughs> is, I mean, this is a, I mean, it's not even piecing the music together, just title wise. So
1: I think, uh, uh, I'm doing this early, but like, these are all, like, things that run through my head in a relationship. Yeah. So like, it's all like, think like this and cat like all these song titles are just like, ideas or feelings. While I'm like inter- or like infatuated with somebody, these are mm. all like different things, um, like from arguments to uh, the, the questioning to the party. You makes me sick. Yeah. Um, like um, not getting caught up
0: um the idea of like pushing someone's buttons
1: yeah being a, like the separation thing like there's all types of stuff so yeah like i tried to like give every track like a note of that uh, there. okay that <laughs> makes
0: sense no it, it and like and then to have like your grandparents voices like ringing through your head because i don't know that's something i always think about like when well, when you're with it with someone in a relationship it's kind of like, well, are you going to fit in with the rest of the family? You know, what I mean, like, yeah. that's a, that's kind of to some degree. That's that's going to be the the, the scale. Can you hang out with them and like, and like, even though it's your choice when it comes down to it, you know, like, you take all these words of wisdom from your parents and your grandparents, and like, finding someone like that, and you're it, now that you explain it like that, that this makes this record <laughs> even cooler. Like, now it's the concept of it being like you have this voice of of your elders telling you what to look out for and then your emotion f- your feelings in between that's fucking cool man <laughs> that's a really fucking cool um God, uh, oh man that's like <laughs> was that like the kind of like piecing this together like that was that the narrative that was kind yeah. of sought out that you um
1: the like i said the original idea was to make an album about you know my perception of like love so i was the right. base okay and that was what a lot of the writing was and as i like start I spent time with like each song and like the lyrics and putting them together I was like how do I want to get this across right and then it was like okay this is how I was like I want like three to five interludes and I looked at the track list and I was like okay three and we'll separate it like this um I was like so what is it going to be and I was like am I going to reintroduce Mohawk Johnson on brain dead radio am I going to do or am I going to do something more personal I like, sat with it for about a week, and I was like, "Okay." Um, just thinking about it, and I was like, "What is something that, you know, love, love? What is something you think about?" And I'm like, "Family." Hmm. So then I was like, "Okay, I want to build something with this person," and that's where like where the growth aspect comes in. Right. And I was like, "Okay." You um, know, think about like conversations with my grandma. Um, and I'd be like, oh, well, I wanna just do that. Like, right. add that personal aspect of my life to my music. And then, yeah, uh, like, I just had a regular conversation like we would, and I just recorded it and then pieced it together based on, like, the context of what I was talking about in each section. And then was like, okay, this is this. Uh, like, transform. So, like, um, these are all, like, traits and stuff that go into, the, like, I mean, yeah, this is two tracks. Um you know, these are, like, the negative end of the spectrum, where it's, like, oh, separation, and, uh, it's like, yeah, like, the troubles that come with it, mm. um, and then you go to impressions, and, you know, you can be, like, controlling, and then he's, like, you make me feel something, that's what pulse is about, um, I know it's, like, hope, and, like, each one touches back on the first narrative, um, and, like, idiot still has that, you know, like, that impression thing, like, uh, Feeling that I cannot describe, but we on a rise. Uh, It's that first like interaction, yeah, and then you go to common ground, and then it's sick. Intros you to like, oh, okay, like you can make me so irritated, but
0: right,
1: like, it's it's difficult for me to get away from this.
0: That's the track um, with like kind of pushing the glutton to push the button. I can't remember exactly how you how you phrased it, but it stuck out in my mind. Oh, uh, um, makes me sick. Wait, really, 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 really uh,
1: wait, 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 um... Or did I mix it up? No, no, I think I know what you're trying to get to. Yeah, um, yeah. I got very little time for regret. The party, the thought of you is pain, but honestly, I love to forget. A distant memory is killing me, but time be the gun. Drift away and shoot my shot, thinking she be the one. I be so fully with emotion, got me goofy with devotion. Digging so deep in my bag, got me swimming in this ocean of doubt try to pull it all together, but your love take me out. And I got way too much to do, so the best routes to bounce so sick. So glutton to push button, I don't know. I think that's a different
0: song. That's I'm a different think. song. But still uh, that was dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That's a preview. Um, <laughs> I can it, it was at the var- it was like the very first line. Like fuck I haven't been looking at my phone at all for notes. I've just been like trying to figure <laughs> out what what, what uh, fucking Bugs Bunny's main role is. <laughs> um I guess it doesn't even matter because it, it's the narrative of what it is now. Like, they are just hearing the intent with it, I think. Now, when you wrote it, like, uh, now, it seems like the conver- uh, the conversations, I think, are the spice to really se- seal the narrative. But, like, when you're writing it, are you writing, like, lyrical content first and then finding music to put it to? Are you write- just making music and finding lyrics? Uh, like, you know, like, I mean... This is a question for everyone. What comes first, music or the words? <laughs> but, like, in this context, it's interesting because there's a lot of specific parts. Mm-hmm. It's not just like something you write right away. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, I don't believe in like someone just writes something so specifically with all these movements and changes from the rip. I imagine it comes in e- even from our earlier conversation or earlier point in this conversation that, oh, uh, control's gone through all these different changes from that first time. So, like, is it bringing it to somebody, the music, the the, um, the song shifts and has different beats? Or does it come together, like, pretty much?
1: We laid the bass down for, like, what it would sound like originally. And there's, uh, like, a part of it that stays the same in production. Um, and then it's like, all right, here's what it sounds like. It's like, all right, cool. Here's, you know, let me write to the So, yeah, music. Okay. For this one, each project's different. Right, right. Um, I might have ideas. I think I do. Like, folk. Even like if I'm self-producing, it's like, um, I produce like the beat comes first, yeah. and then the lyrics. I have a concept in my mind as I'm like making the sound, um, but it's like, this is what I want to tackle. Let's make the sound. Let's add the vocals. Makes sense. And then edit it as it they merge together, and then pick up like, oh, I want more of this. I want less of that. I want to add this. I want to take away that so that has room to breathe. Um, Then yeah.
0: Okay. No, that makes sense. Like I always, I don't know. Like when I when I think about when I write, like I kind of write the whole thing, just maybe not at once, but you know, I'll I'll come up with the music basis basis first before I put anything on it, so I know the the contour of what the melody is going to follow, and then try to develop the narrative once the melody exists and over the whatever or it's going to be sung over. Um, oh, which made me think like um, you guys got or you have a song called "Never Knows Best," yeah, and Sea uh, Level. I think right when uh, we recorded one, right when you put yours out, so like <laughs> that now we got a, a fully coolly reference on two ends.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, oh shit, yeah. Um,
0: it probably won't do. It probably won't do as well as yours for sure. But
1: yo, that was so weird. Huh? <laughs> I was like,
0: that's fucking dope, man. It's a cool song, <laughs> like.
1: No, because I remember pitching it to Wes. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, I don't know. I always feel like nobody ever cares about my music, so I'm just like, oh, um, I worked hard on this thing. Yeah. Um,
0: well, it's... Here's he, this. And then yeah, like yeah.
1: For, oh, for months, um, like, the project came out, and it was probably, like, one of my, like, Party With My Demons was probably one of my best received projects like in the beginning. That's like kind of what like got like open doors for me. Um, But like for a year or two like it was just gradual growth and then out of nowhere um, people just started I guess people started finding themselves listening to that song more and more. Um, It just skyrocketed. (laughs) Um, And I was like what the fuck? Uh,
0: <laughs> has it kept up or has it still been it's just... Still, I have a solid...
1: Uh, I don't know what that is, but it has... That song has its own, like... Life?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, out in my catalog where it's just, like... people. Like it. Yeah, That's like cool. People, like, know me for that song. Right. That's um, awesome. And then it was a challenge getting people to be like, hey... And I think... Because it picked up around the time I was dropping End of the World. Mm. Like, right before. Yeah. And then, like, it... So it was hard for, um, it turned some people who got hip to me in that song into fans. Right. So, like, they were like, oh, what is this? And then they go look at my other stuff, and then Wit You picked up Traction. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, this is really different. These are two completely different songs. Yeah. And, like, I had people messaging me or be like, oh, Yo, you're crazy talented, blah, 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 blah. Like, and it was, like, people from, like, all over the place being like, oh, you're this, that, and the other, you're... I'm like, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Um, but I felt like, and I'm glad it happened the way it like it picked up its own traction the way it yeah. did. Because, in between, if I would have got the hype for Never Knows Best, I had like beats and stuff that were around that mm. like sound. Mm-hmm. So, if I knew that worked, I could have kept up with that. and then did that but instead i found myself exploring things more and finding what works so
0: that's cool because it's in it's what works for you yeah you know it's where you need to express um kind of on the concept of all over the place when did you start working with wes was that blank slate days blank slate collection uh connection for west meadows
1: yeah i think uh I think blank slate and flowerpot records like go hand in hand, cause um, like
0: I I just saw. So are you signed with flowerpot? As of today, I saw you post something about not that.
1: Not signed to yeah. anything. Uh, I have like distribution well deals. Okay. Um, with like different labels like uh vinyl digital, um, I think my main thing I had a distribution deal with Birdhouse. Um, nice. And I like. Yeah. It pushed back uh, just because I'm not a fan of the person running that label. Um, Not nice. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but Vinyl Digital like treats me like really well. Um, The rep that I work with for releases is nice to me. Um, They promote it and they're always helpful. They're willing to like, uh, when Think of You came out, um, I had the idea to like have the, since my like German fan base was like growing, uh, and they're based in Germany. Yeah, I was like, well, let's just do the subtitles in German. Nice. Um, and they helped make sure I had a thorough translation and all right, did all that's that. So, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was, they've been extremely helpful and was a great, was like a great uh, entity to work with. Um, and I probably will still work with them in the coming years too. Uh, and then Flowerpot is local and. I want to like work with local stuff Mm -hmm. Um, I think like I have a I have I definitely have a transatlantic appeal uh, but yeah I have like an international appeal um, as an artist uh, just based off of like my followers and listeners like yeah um, it's just like people from all over to listen to me Um, it's like a small following it's like like i'm a niche artist yeah but like people from all over um like the u.s to germany to the uk to uh sweden to mexico to parts of south america like it's a melting pot and it's hard to like focus on one yeah um but i think like living in reality is helping me more than the
0: internet um that makes sense because like you know i mean because like Internet numbers can be one thing compared to, like, the people who show up to the show. Even right. just, like, with a Facebook ad, uh, event. You know what I mean? Like, if you boil it down, oh, 30 people are coming. Eh, probably 15. You know what I mean? Like, out of that. that.
1: Yeah, and then it's, like, people, um, I mean, I'm guilty of this. Like, I was, like, anxious about my show because I was, like, I have a very wide following. Yeah. Um... And I don't put a lot of energy into Cleveland like that, right? Um, so like it's something I need to work on. But it's like every time like I've like done things in the area, it just it just it just doesn't make sense. But then like the moment the internet catches that, they're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. And, uh,
0: That's weird. It's weird. It's weird when it works because those that that niche of people is everywhere. You know what I mean? Like that niche, like a uh, d- um, d- uh, little Italy in Cleveland is a, a a street, but Italy's a whole country. You know what I mean? Like right. somewhere else, and there's there's little Italy's everywhere. Um, as far as, uh, but you know what I mean? Like so, that it's interesting. Like, do you is it do you find the same with Chicago, or like is it different in that way? I leave, I connect with. I don't know why it is, but I find myself
1: as an artist and a person connecting with more people in chicago than Hmm. i do in cleveland um i feel like a lot of people in cleveland respect me as an artist but when it comes down to like friendships or like anything on a personal aspect i have a very hard time um relating to a lot of people like me and casey get along really well Casey. yeah but casey's not from Mm. cleveland yeah, yeah, and doesn't
0: live here anymore as well. Where's he uh, at now? Uh, Texas. He's in uh, Texas? Yeah, He's from Texas. I didn't know he's from Te- All right. <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised, but you know <laughs> Yeah, like cases of shit, man. Yeah, oh, that's a bummer. I can't um, book tender slap anytime soon
1: <laughs> Yeah, but it's like Everybody's like doing stuff and it's like I have like dope friends or like great associates in music, I can sit down and, like, me and you could chop it up and talk yeah. about stuff. Um, or, like, the, the homies in V-Trigger or uh, Iron Bison, like, yeah. I can talk to, like, a bunch of bands and be cool. Um, but, like, that personal aspect of stuff hmm. is, like, a whole other thing where it's, like, you know not hang out. But then again, like, we're adults. Yeah. We're all doing our own thing. And especially if you're in music, like, you're just trying to get ahead of that. So it's, like, yeah. Finding like what is actually real, and I think like like, even dating in Cleveland is like weird versus like in Chicago.
0: So, I I I have never dated anyone from from Chicago, so I I I'll agree with that with blindly, but like, (laughs) but (laughs) but I agree it's you know it's in musically like everyone's doing something, you know I mean everyone's if they're not playing a show, they don't really have time to come to yours, you know I mean. Uh, or they're working on something on their own. And like as a musician or as a creator, you kind of respect that. You're like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool. It's fine. I guess we don't have to hang out." But it's a bummer. You know, what I mean, you have all these cool friends that are doing cool shit, but you can't hang out with them. Right. I think that you have to
1: love and appreciate like what's thrown out there. Right. So like, if you're not if somebody doesn't show up to one of your shows, if you don't get a good turnout for a show, it's nobody right. else's fault but your own. Um,
0: well, and like, I mean, it's not your fault there's a snowstorm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's uh, external factors. Yeah, there's
1: stuff like that. But I mean, like, if there's a perfect day out and nobody's at your show, it's because you didn't do enough of an outreach in that region. Right. And you have to figure out what an outreach is. You have to make sure that makes sense for you. You have to get your brand yeah. across to that region. Right. Right. And I think that's where my personal disconnect is, because a lot of, a lot of people that I've met, there are some dope people in Cleveland, but there's a mass market of people who are very one dimensional. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, this is this and that's it. Mm. If you're not doing like these big things, you're not doing
0: nothing. Yeah. Like like and, people that, what do you mean by the big things? Like.
1: Um. So in hip hop the biggest, festival, biggest festivals in Cleveland would be like EST Fest okay. and Summer Jam yeah so in respect or if you're not opening up for somebody Jake Cole or yeah. Big Sean or uh, one of the then another thing like the big rappers don't even come to Cleveland right It's uh, weird like yeah. when have you seen Drake in Cleveland or when, like even seen like a bill where Drake is coming to Cleveland right no Uh, When have you seen a bill where Tyler Crater is actually playing in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah. at uh,
0: his peak right now. Yeah, yeah, no. Last time I think he was in Pittsburgh. Okay, yeah, it was Columbus. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought it was Pittsburgh, but But same. like, like big artists
1: don't come to Cleveland. Like, Hmm. they'll pass through. Right. But they won't play a show here. Um, They'll catch a Cavs game, but they won't um, do it. Like, that's what Bone Thugs is like. And I'm probably probably throwing shade or something right now, but it's like Bone Thugs outside of Cleveland. Nobody's thinking about Bone Thugs like that. A couple like New York like hipsters, like hip hop heads, yeah, definitely like oh yeah, yeah, Bone Thugs, blah blah blah. blah." They're in the area, but like then there's there's some people who hold on to it. But Bone Thugs isn't normally in a conversation if I'm talking about rap. Yeah. There's not a lot of people I can mention. I could be like, "Oh, what's your favorite Bone Thug song?" And some people are like,
0: "Oh, the Crossroads."
1: Like <laughs> they would not even say that. <laughs> it's, like, it's the thuggish, Ruggish bone. they'll say a part of it. Yeah. But they won't know the song like that. Right. It's because you're in Cleveland. You care about Bone Thugs. Yeah. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But like that mentality, where like. Cleveland is the only thing that exists as a real thing for some people out here. Yeah, where like, and then you have me, where it's just like, I'm like, later, like when we talked last year. Oh yeah, I'm supposed to do a tour in Europe. What? And then it's like,
0: <laughs> world shut down. You can
1: go there. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like you can go there. Yeah, I can, I can do music like I do here yeah. in a different place. Oh, um, it's crazy. <laughs> But, like, there are people who like, oh, you think you're better, or, oh, you think, well, like, no, I just utilized opportunities because right. people saw potential in me, and it was like, are you getting that where you're at? And I'm like, nah,
0: like, come out here for a little bit and see what it's like, for sure. Yeah, no, that's like, cool, and, like, I think what, I think maybe why that, that, that sounds so, like, uh, um, impossible to believe for some people is, like, well, yo, booking a show in, like, Chicago, it, you know, if you're trying to play out there the first time sucks. How do you do that? You know, what I mean, like they do it out of America. You know, what I mean, that's a whole nother level of like, whoa, whoa, whoa! How are you doing that? Yeah, but you know, as me personally, that, that that'd be my question. Like, who'd you shake hands with, like digitally, <laughs> or, or like what email did you send? Because like, man, when I tried to book like a mini tour, I fight for months trying to even get a spot, and then the, you have to build the bill. You know, comes, but that's part of the. That's part of the bit.
1: Yeah. If you have a bill and another thing that helps you out a lot, if you have a bill to just give a venue, oh yeah, you're yeah, more yeah. likely to just take it. And be like, oh yeah, for sure. That's yeah, why. yeah. Or especially there's a trick I use, and I'm exposing tricks in my trade. Um, I'll look at a venue mm-hmm. and I'll look at their bills previously. Yeah. And then I'll contact those bands. Okay. And then I'll like get in, go, yo, love your stuff, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, just thinking about going out that way would love to like have you as a supporter. I just talk to the band yeah. regularly, and some of them will respond, some of them won't. But once you build that roster in the background, you build a good reputation, they listen to your stuff, you build that relationship with them, right? Then you can start like pitching the venues, like, Hey, I want to open up with that. And they're like, Oh, yeah, they played there, they played here a couple weeks ago.
0: Um, I know them. I know what they'll
1: draw. Yeah, I'm comfortable with it, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Boom. So and then, then Facebook is great because you can look at who went to the event right. or who said going. If it's a big one, try to get that, that band on your bill because it's more. they're more likely to book them. Right. That gets your foot in the door. So then if you do your end and you sell tickets or whatever the case, if you have a show that's great, you have support, and you do that and people enjoy your music and the promoters see that,
0: You get called back. Yeah. Like, hey,
1: anytime you want to
0: come in, go do that. Yeah. Doing that. Um, Which you know, easy (laughs) enough. Figure it out, kid. Believe in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I agree, and that's. I think that's an excellent strategy. There's a million ways to do it, but like, that's. I think that's a good one. Um, We got really off topic (laughs) from the album, (laughs) but I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, Another to kind of jump back to the record, Mm -hmm. the bit about. Find flowers from the cemetery from mm. your grandpa yeah, <laughs> to yeah, give yeah, your yeah. grandma. That shit was <laughs> that shit was awesome. <laughs> um, but I guess um, so. I think when's the show? Can you hear me? All right. Yeah October,
1: you no, okay. yeah, October second. No, you're good. October yeah.
0: second. October mm-hmm. second. And holes uh, the What else do you have coming out? I think that. Na- I think. Uh, I think that would be a good time to do a plug hole. Is there other <laughs> stuff? For this record,
1: um, there's a Halloween party. Okay. Um, that hasn't officially been announced yet. Um, when October twenty second. When's that gonna be Cleveland announced? After the release party. Okay. Uh, so it'll be twenty days before. But
0: All right, this will be a time. preview warning then. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get this out before your release party.
1: <laughs> Is that cool? Is that what you think? Yeah, that's fi- yeah, that's All fine. Right. Um, yeah, and then I'm playing at DZ Fest on the twenty sixth. Okay. Um, twenty fifth. Sorry. The Project is streamable on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Um. Got f- them first week streams. Uh
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, uh, what about so you got a bunch of stuff in the can, a bunch of stuff recorded. Yeah. Like, will you th- is this a uh, stuff to be projected out anytime soon? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. I'm pretty
1: much done with twenty twenty one. This album is like gonna, what I'm gonna write out. Yeah. Um, for the year. And then there's definitely been people asking me to, like, do stuff. I'm, like, featured on two projects that I know of. Um, Yeah. Um, I've been been in the cut a lot. I've just been, like, doing, like, some stuff here and there. People ask me to do hooks. And as soon as they, like, lock in their uh, deposit and stuff, I'm set. Um, Is there
0: anyone you can share? Anything that's ready to go or... Just keep on the DL. The only one
1: that I've done officially that's out is uh, Don Stro, which is my basses thing. Cool. Um, But yeah, not what I did uh, a feature verse on that, um, which is rare. Uh, Nine times out of ten, people
0: hit me up for like hooks. Yeah. So it makes sense, man. This album's hooky as fuck. (laughs) Like, (laughs) idiot is definitely catchy, and like the narrative of it, like. I admit, and I think, <laughs> dude, this is I. I dig the fuck out of this record. I'm really excited for everyone else to hear it. Like I was super stoked to get the to get the preview preview cut early. Not super stuck that they have to click every track, you know. But you know, <laughs> oh to listen, yeah, yeah. In the fucking Dropbox, drop off, skin, shove off. Um, but uh, <laughs> but it's gonna be. I, I'm excited for you to share it, my friend. Um, I think that's. I think this is a good point to cap it. Yeah. Uh, we've been at it for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> we got into the philosophical uh, points of Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, I can't wait for the, uh, round four when we do this again for <laughs> 2022. 2022
1: or 2023. Whatever, uh, hit me up.
0: We'll do it. Yeah,
1: unless you want to. Yeah, I think 2023, 2022 is going to be a, uh,
0: a very uh, experimental year for me. I yeah. Think. All right. But cool. Yeah. Oh man, I think I had one more thought. On, oh, on, on, idiot! Before we wrap it, <laughs> before, we, before we officially wrap Check it. Check your notes. I, at <laughs> this point, I've gone through all the notes I wanted to go through, but this is yeah. just like last-minute listening thoughts. It doesn't matter. Eli, thanks for hanging, man. This has been awesome. Yeah, good to hanging out with you too. Take care.